Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to another day on earth with us. I forgot about that. I intro. know you did. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> I did not plan on saying it. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. Guys, we back. We back. We back. We back and we better. Season two. How are you, Christy? I'm here. Yeah. You know, I'm here. Life's life as always. I, st- I stole that expression. I'll be saying that now. See, there Life's you go. Life-in. You're welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> Y'all, we took a whole summer off. Yep. Because we needed to. Um, But we back. You know what I mean? And I'm so excited. I'm so excited that we get to have our, our weekly things yet again. I know. We, we've been busy this summer. Who were yeah. we busy? Honestly, mm-hmm. it was a lot of changes, a lot of transitions. You know, I cut my hair. That, yeah, Christy cut her hair. That's very new. So um, my hair is very short. What and, made you want to cut your hair? Um, it's honest, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I my birthday, mm-hmm. I, I cut it like a day or two before my birthday. And I was like, I just want to change. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like after 25 years of living, I need something new. Different. And this is the shortest I've had it in my entire existence. Like, I've wow. never had it this short. So... It's it's nice. I like it. Was I like it a freeing experience. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And every time I have a wash uh, a wash hair day, mm-hmm. that's when I really realize I'm like, yo, how could I have done that before? Right. Like, oh, not that it's bad to have long hair, which I think most people are like, yes, long hair, it's luscious, long. Mm-hmm. But wash day takes like maybe two hours. That's wash, great. condition, style, done. <laughs> done. Love right. it. Love it. But it's it's been quite an interesting journey thus mm-hmm. far. Yeah, you loving it. Yeah, I'm loving yeah. it. I'm loving it. What's how's your favorite your, part? What? How's my favorite part of what? Be having short hair. Um, shorter wash day. I do a lot of wash and goes, so I just like style and get up and go. Um, this morning all I did was like, I feel like my hair is like a chia pet now. You just kind of like <laughs> spritz it a little bit with some water, put some like moisturizing go. oils, pick it out, go. Love that. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Love it. It's great. I'm good. I'm happy for you. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I can't. I don't. I'm probably never gonna have short hair. So. I mean, you locked it. I, so you forever. locked it in, buzzed. <laughs> That's it. It's forever. So it's interesting. Well, it's not actually forever. I mean, you I can always cut it you off. You can like cut it off or like comb it out like people do. I won't do. comb it out. I'll just cut it. Why wouldn't you comb it out? Bro, I'm not sitting in a salon chair for over 13 hours just to comb out my locks. I'm good. Yeah, but like you, you maintain the length that you hair work will, so hard for. Hair will grow. Okay. <laughs> cool. It's true. You're not wrong. I think that was the biggest thing for me. I yeah. think a lot of people were... I wouldn't say upset, but they had their own opinions about me cutting my hair. Really? And yeah, they did. Um, and and so it was when my mom saw it, she was just like, oh, first and foremost, she didn't recognize that I cut my hair until like a week or two after the fact that I saw her. And she was like, oh, I just thought you did twists and it just kind of shrunk. She was like, you need to eat meat again, because that's probably the reason why your hair wasn't growing the way that you wanted." And I was like, no, that's not true. But. Thanks for your opinion, you know. <laughs> right. And another person was like, did you hate yourself? Is that why <laughs> you cut your hair? You know, you'll still see the same you in the mirror. I love long hair. And I'm like, I'm glad you do. I don't hate myself. I just wanted shorter hair. I wanted something new. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting what hair does to people. Yeah. Wow. But that's that's just one thing. How was your summer? My summer was cool. What I do? I worked. I relaxed because, you know, it was my summer off school, so I relaxed Oh, yeah, the first bunch. summer after school has ended. Yeah, I literally, like, I just hung out with my friends. I worked. I got a new job. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, it's, it's, uh, Do you like this new job better than the first one? Because it's still, yeah. I'm assuming it's still in the medical field, right? Yeah, it's still in the nurse. It's still in the same hospital. It's just a different floor. Okay. And I like it because I'm a lot less 
um, what's the word I'm trying to say? I don't know. It's a lot less work, mm-hmm. but like I'm still doing work. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm digging it. The only thing with, with that is like there's no diversity down there. I'm just like, I've never been in a spot that I've never had no diversity. Like, I, of course, I went to college and I, ha- I was maybe one or the two black girls. But like, that was just a class. You know? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> so, mean, it's hard to make that adjustment once you've grown accustomed to the yeah. diverse population to mm-hmm. like switching to something that's different than that. Yeah, so... It's very interesting. It is. Yeah. It is very much so. You know, yeah. I'm a boss ass beat. <laughs> Period. Poo. Yes, you are. Tell them. Yeah. So it's like, it's that's it. Did you take any vacations this summer? I went to New Orleans. I just came back from New Orleans. Nice. And would I go to New Orleans again? No. Was it a fun trip? Yeah. Why wouldn't you go to New Orleans again? New Orleans, and this is no offense to people who live in New Orleans. It's just like, it's sad. Like, it's, it's hot. And it's dirty, like oh, poor job, cat. Like I just felt, and it's Not just dirty. hot. And like you know how when somewhere is hot and you're just like there's sweat and there's smoke and there's is just it, like is it congestion. humid hot or dry hot? Humid hot. Ah, and so like you like, feel wet and yeah. sticky. <laughs> and it's Sorry. just like, and you have to. We walked everywhere, so it's like it's hot and yeah. sun's beaming on your face, and it's just like. They have a big homeless problem down there. I would say that it's Aww. not it's not as pretty as I thought it was going to be. If that okay. makes sense. I also so, wonder if, if it's the season, right? Like you went yeah. in the middle of the summer. I went so. in the middle of the summer. Then I went in the middle of the week mm-hmm. instead of the weekends. And a lot of the people are like, "You should have came on the weekend and see how it was." But like, I'm all about like seeing how pretty things are. Like, it's, yeah, the it's just run down. You know, they okay. could, I feel like they could improve the city more. But you know, black people live there, so. I know. Did you hear about the whole Mississippi thing with them not having any water? Right, Isn't that crazy? So of course, sad. it only happened in a black, you know, black, high black populated mm. community. Bro, Flint, Michigan still don't got clean water. Still don't got clean <laughs> water. That's another topic on its own. I know, but that 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 really is upsetting, and I think that it makes sense. It's right. unfortunate, and it makes sense. I wonder mm-hmm. if. Just like they were saying, if you came in the weekend or if you came, right. maybe around like Mardi Gras season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, January, I'm sure February. the stuff around there would be fun, but like it's not aesthetically pleasing to me. Like it's, Fair. Like, it's not like some, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. There's a lot of bars and I, I don't drink a lot. So it's like, yeah, it's like it's, it's one of those drinking cities, I would say. But I feel like I would want to go during Mardi Gras. I think that would be a vibe. That for would sure. be so fun. Yeah. Or but, like Essence Fest. <gasps> yeah, I would definitely want to go to that. Wouldn't that be cool if we, we went to Essence we Fest? We could promote our podcast. I know. That would be fun. Um, <laughs> Guys, just so you know, me and Chrissy have made a few changes to the podcast. So um, one of them is that we're going to start cussing. And I, I mean, not we, cussing <laughs> a lot. Like, <laughs> if it comes up, we're not editing out like we did last yeah, season. Basically. So last season, we spent quite a few hours editing because every now and then someone slipped up and said a bad word. Yeah. And I just feel like y'all are getting the uncensored version of us. So. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we still censored, but fair. <laughs> I, I wonder how censored. How censored did you feel last season? Did you feel like you were really restricted? Not really, but like I couldn't. I couldn't be like I'm a boss ass bitch because you know I'd be. I gotta feel like a <laughs> boss ass bitch sometimes. <laughs> true, true, true. I gotta true. feel. Some of my cuss words are empowerment. You like. I'm a boss ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think it, I'm not trying to use it in a negative light. I, I hear what you're saying. I think sometimes. A, a curse word in a place makes sense mm-hmm. and, it, and it gives more emphasis into yeah. what you're saying. Like sometimes I'll be like, F, and you know? <laughs> yeah, see, even then you just, yeah, you I see, I it yourself. Myself. Y'all see that? Ooh, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yeah. Listen, we're here to grow and develop ourselves as human beings, you know? But no, there's certain curse words I don't like to say. 
That's fair. So, you know, that's fair. Sometimes I want to say interesting. There was I was watching. There's a show that I like on HBO. I'm a huge comic book fan. We talked about this before. Actually, have we talked about that before? We have. We've talked about it this before. Um, Harley Quinn is absolutely my favorite. And so she finally has a show as well deserved as it is um, on HBO. And there's a character, uh, Dr. Psycho. And he, he said the C word. Mm. And and called like um who did he call? He called Wonder Woman the C word and everyone was like, Oh my gosh, and the world stopped spinning and he was like uh cancelled for that. And then mm. he went on a whole show and kept calling women the C word because he doesn't love women. Sounds familiar. So, yeah. <laughs> fair. So I guess when you had said that there's certain words that you didn't like, that's what came up for me. Yeah. So just sharing that thought. It's a good show, y'all. I'm not getting paid to promote it, but definitely watch Harley Quinn. It's a good show. I love it. Yeah, so if y'all don't mind the cussing, keep listening. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. it. I love it. Um, um, so that was one edit. Um, yeah. And I think, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. So you turned 26. I did. I turned 26. Um, so I have a question. Okay. What has 25 taught you? Because you know your girl still turned 25. Ooh, I got. Yeah. You got a couple I got months. three more months. So two, you're 26. Two more months and some change. Um, 25 has taught me to, first and foremost, 25 taught me and helped me acknowledge that I really am loved. Mm-hmm. I think that was something that I really struggled with for a very long time. I was just like, people tolerate me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't until the day of, or the, I celebrate my birth a week. Like I give myself the whole week to celebrate me. I like that. Um, and so on my 25th birthday, there were so many people that were around me that I truly love and care about. And to see that they felt the same way about me to show up and be present meant a lot. So I couldn't deny it anymore that people actually do like <laughs> me. They vibe with me. They love me. So I think that it also taught me to communicate more and share more of myself with people, which is why at 25, we started this podcast and all of that. Um, I learned to be patient, very, very patient. Um, 25 taught me a lot. Yeah, I and pretty good. It, 25, I feel like, is like, was the end. Turning 26 was like the end of an era. Mm-hmm. Like, I can close a, a chapter. Um, it's like, you know, there's different parts in books. Right, Part right. one of my life has been closed, and this I is like a new that. version of myself with short hair and more confident in, in communicating who I am and my thoughts. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going very well so far. I love you know, that. 26 is going very well. Very busy. Yeah. Um, uh, can, I, I, can I break the news? Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a fax, bro, I'd be like, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> but, you know, I don't. So, Christy opened up her own business. I did. And I just want to say, Christy, that is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You boss as me. Yeah. <laughs> literally, boss lady. Um, I did start my own practice. I am now, I work for myself. I'm my own therapist i have an office in central boston that's amazing area and it's really good honestly this summer was different for me because it was all work like mm. it was hustle 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 yeah. hustle hustle and being broke like <laughs> i was hustle for so long and being very broke that's so crazy and and it's like such a weird transition of knowing that my time is my time like yeah. no one Sometimes I still catch myself where I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have to dress super professional because, like, that's just how things are. And mm-hmm. and then I'm like, who's going to check me? Right. Who's checking me? 
Who? Tell me who. And I was like, right. yeah, dress however that's the way I want. That's amazing. That's such a great feeling, it huh? Is, it is a great feeling to know that my time is my time. It is, I think that's one thing that I'm really working on is setting those boundaries around my time. Right. Because it's very, I love my friends, I love my family, and I always want to give more of myself than mm-hmm. I have time to. Right. And so I always feel bad or guilty that like, Oh, if I say no to going to to this event, then my friend or family won't understand and they'll no longer want to hang out with me. But that's not true. It's like, even if that's the case, then I know. You know what I mean? Mm, And I still have to move on with my life and what's going on in my life, regardless of what they say or regardless of what's happening. So I think that's the biggest thing about owning my time is actually owning my time. Like, I need to. So that's one thing that I'm working on at age of 26. Um. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. How do you like the business aspect of it? Um, that's what deters me from ever opening up a business. That a lot of people I feel. That's like. that's real. It's a lot more work than you than I even realized. Because right. I, I thought like, oh, it's just the clinical stuff where I I've been doing that for a long time. Anyways, right. like just like talking to your own practice stuff. Yeah, right. but now there's the background. Like I gotta manage my finances. I gotta respond to emails and make you sure. Yeah, like a work credit card. You were telling me. Right? I got a business credit <laughs> right, card. Right. I gotta <laughs> keep everything separate. Like you know, church and Is it state. Hard? Is it hard? Yeah. What aspect? The business part. Um, managing the finances, yes. Mm-hmm. The hard part is managing my time. Like, So, again, I work Monday through Wednesday actually seeing clients. I want to keep all of the work-related things Monday through Wednesday. Right. But then Thursday and Friday is still a business day for normal people. So mm-hmm. then people will send me emails and they'll ask things of me. And, and I'm just right. like, no. <laughs> right. And I can say no because, again, who's going to check me? Right. But it's there's still that part of me that is in the 9 to 5 five-day work week mode Mm. that like almost feel obligated to respond on thursdays and fridays and it takes a lot for me to be like no this is my time thursday and fridays for me to do the podcast for me to spend time with friends and family for me to relax Mm. you know what i mean so again this is this is what i'm working on managing my time and actually setting boundaries around that um but i also love finances i love counting money and not counting money but i love numbers so like doing the business money aspect of things is like my favorite it's my favorite part of like the actual business part of things um and i also have this person who's been helping me i have a website and he's helping me like manage my my calendar he's helping me grow ultimately because at one point i thought like am i just going to be a therapist like one-on-one individual therapist forever and it's like god heard me because literally maybe two or three days after the fact mom he comes up to me and it's just like, actually, if you want to start your own group practice or if you want to expand your office to different areas in Massachusetts, you can do that and I can help you do that. And I'm like, wow, God, you work quick. Huh? <laughs> Let me just get settled in actually being a business owner before right. I start making Many such others, jumps. Right. Um, but it's been pretty good. I think there's a lot that I can learn from doing this business that I can transfer to the podcast, such as marketing, because I suck at it. And it's it's the social media aspect of it that I'm not good at, but I am learning. But I'm like somewhat good at, so it's it's a work balance. It's you a know, we good. It's, it's I can tell you what looks good. You know, <laughs> it's a twosie, right? We're doing this together, so um, it's it's something. It's good. Yeah. It's going well. Good. Yeah, that's so exciting. Thanks. I'm so happy for you. Thank it's you. Going- I, I we we this year 
we've grown so much. Yeah. And it's like so amazing to see how much we've grown just in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Right. Like from starting a podcast to feeling more open to talking about things, graduating, you know, getting a new job that feels comfortable, starting a business. Like we're just doing so many things and I'm proud of us. Season two, we back, we better and we going to keep growing and finessing. Yes. (laughs) What? I love that. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm very excited for this season. What else do you do this summer? What fun things? Um, I wish I traveled. I did travel like early June. I went to Vermont, which was nice. Um, weddings. It's mm. wedding season. Like every, I've been going to a wedding every single year since 2020. Every year. And I have two weddings this year. So I had a wedding in August and I have a wedding to go to in October. And it's like two of my college friends who are getting married and I'm so happy for them. If y'all are listening, shouts out to y'all. I love your love. Enjoy um, this new step that you're taking with your partners. Um, but yeah, everybody getting married. Yeah. Everybody getting married. And it's like crazy. I know I have like two weddings to go to next year already. Yeah, I'm in the phase that everyone's planning for a wedding, mm-hmm. and I don't. No one has a wedding yet. Yeah, until okay. next year. So I'm like, all right, lucky. Yeah, that was our friend's wedding back last year, and then I had a break. I have some more weddings to go to. Do you have any weddings this year? I just have one, but it's not. It's my partner's friend, so it's not really my wedding. I mean, you showing up, so it is your. That is true. You you still gotta go to a wedding. You know, you gotta dress up, and I don't really classify as like something like. Because I don't really know them, so it's like an event I don't care about. You know? oh, oh, that's sad. But it's, I mean, it's an event that you get to dress up and look all nice. Yeah, Are I'm, you going to go gonna all have, out? No, I'm just going to, I'm going to wear a cute outfit. I'm going to be the best person I can be at that event. I'm Fair. just saying, in terms of something I care about, someone I truly, genuinely want to see get married and have go on and live their life. I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's saying? not It's not like, oh my gosh, yay. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm here. You know, <laughs> exactly. what's up? And Thanks gonna, for the food. Thanks for the drinks. And then I hope Congrats. your love is beautiful. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I see you. I see you. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, so I'm in that. So me and Chrissy had a conversation before, I think while the other podcast honestly season one was ending it was like the same day as the last we recorded the last episode of season one that we had this huge discussion (laughs) it was like a huge back and forth about marriage in general it was like massive she cassie thinks that my opinions on marriage is very controversial i personally don't think so i think it's a value i don't think it's very controversial i just think it's controversial ish (laughs) very controversial is like (laughs) 10 you know yeah it's like okay yeah you're right i, I see what you're saying am i exaggerating a little bit <laughs> my bad sorry um so what is your view on marriage i i i think marriage is forever i feel like this is a commitment that you're taking in front of your loved ones friends mm-hmm. family and god if that's the route that you're taking or even the justice of the peace you're making a vow that for better or worse sick poor health all that other mumbo jumbo in those vows to stay with this person till death do you part and i i personally do not believe in divorce therefore i'm not signing no divorce papers and i think that was the aspect that really got you riled up for me the way i see it is like if i see marriage as a value and a, and a, a sacred bond between two people I'm going to find someone who agrees to that extent who says, no, we're not going to divorce. We're not signing divorce papers and we're going to work through it through and through. And then there's that. Like, I don't I feel like a lot of people, they see divorce as an out as opposed to like we made this commitment to work through it regardless of what happens. And so 
I see it as a, a, a value. And if somebody else, my partner has a similar value, then we both know it's for better or worse, sickness, health, rich, poor, death do you part. Death do you part. <laughs> I, I personally don't see an issue with that. If someone doesn't agree with that, that's fine. Find someone who does agree with you. Because each, again, within relationships, it's what's best for the couple, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so what I do in my relationship, you probably wouldn't do in your relationship. And that's perfectly fine. It doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong or what I'm doing is wrong. It's just what makes sense for me and my partner. So if I say, no, I'm not signing divorce papers, they're going to know before we even make the commitment to get married that I'm never signing any divorce papers. So... They either agree with that or they don't. It's it's like a core value. It's not like something like, yeah, you're right. Maybe we won't sign divorce papers. If you don't feel as strongly as I do about it, we can't get married. That's just not going to work. So I have a question. Shoot. So what if someone feels as strongly and in that value at that time? And if they become unhappy and later on, because, you know, some things change, mm-hmm. whatever. And they're like, I need to move on from this relationship to be happy. You won't sign a divorce. Then it's not a value. It's not a core value. Because if it's a core value, it's something that you will stick with through and through. Like, what if someone changes? Nothing will change that. No one will change? People change. That's fine. People will change. But if it's a core value not to get divorced, whether you're changing or not, in that core value, you're acknowledging that you are willing to grow with that person. You are willing to continue to see this person in your relationship, in your life, even if they are changing. You're going to support them and they're going to support you regardless of the change. If it's something that is disruptive in the relationship, you're going to talk about it. You're going to work through it. It's going to take some time. But at the end of the day, you know that you want to be together and you're making this commitment to stay together regardless of what happens. And through all that, and the person's like, I can't be with you. I don't want to. You're not going to sign divorce paper if someone hands if your husband says i want to hand you this divorce paper you won't sign it no i'm not signing it okay because we've talked about this before we even got married i told you that's the thing if i told you what i am about and what i stand for in the beginning it's not my fault that now all of a sudden you want to change your mind and you want to do something else because i told you from the beginning i'm very communicative (laughs) i don't i don't i don't get the issue i really don't i really don't I just feel like in my head, and not that it should have changed your opinion on it or whatever. It won't. <laughs> you know, we, we can skip my, what I was going to say. No, no, no. Please say it. Please say it. I'm just saying, if someone were to change their mind 10, 20 years ago, I don't think it's fair to keep someone into a locked agreement. I hear what you're saying. And you're like, nah. I hear what you're saying, and I agree if I didn't say where I stood on it. Right. You told him in advance, and yes, it's, not, advance. it's not right for him to do that. But what if someone was like... I just feel like some people just like I'm unhappy and I'm in this state of whatever and I can't leave. I don't like the feeling of trapped and that's probably my view of marriage. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk comes, about your views of marriage. You I, don't like feeling trapped. I don't like feeling trapped. I ain't getting married. There you go. And I ain't gonna. And plus, I don't want to get divorced. You're not. So because you don't want to get divorced, you don't want to get married. Yeah. Okay. I'm like you. My commitment. I want. If we're gonna be married, we're, we're not getting divorced. Like I get that. I'm not saying you are wrong, but like, I don't even want the temptation of someone just being like, you can change tomorrow. You can wake up the next day and be like, I don't like this person. You've been in a committed relationship for a very long time. It doesn't matter. What, what makes you, the two of you stay together for this long, knowing that you don't want to get married? Why do you stay with him? Because I like long-term relationships. I, I, I just don't want to tie the knot. You just don't, you fear commitment. Yeah. But it's not even like within partnership. I don't want someone... 
like I don't want I don't want to be like oh I have to get divorced one day like I just don't want that I, I agree <laughs> I agree and therefore I'm not doing it like it's, it's that's what I'm saying God for, I ain't getting married it, for me it's just that simple I want to get married and I will get married when I find someone who agrees with my value of we're not getting divorced if we're making this commitment because you're not gonna embarrass me in front of my friends and family that's, saying see, that you want to get divorced we were, we were there no. I just. <laughs> I'm not going to be embarrassed because you don't want to know how to work yourself. No. Get your shit together. Okay? Get it together. You can go to the other room, be upset, huff and puff. But at the end of the day, you coming back and we're going to discuss this and we're going to work this out. Right. Point blank period. But I like the feeling of knowing like, okay, I can just leave. Ah, So you don't want to commit. Yeah, but I think it's, uh, committing doesn't mean a marriage. You don't right. have to be married to commit to you. Yes, you're right. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you're not, are you really making a commitment if you're not choosing to, like, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be official on paper and say, like, you are married. Exactly. But that you're, you're a Christian, right? Would mm-hmm. you make that commitment in front of God saying, like, I choose this person to be, you know, my forever partner? No. Because I feel like in the I don't there's no there's uncertainty in the world. Okay. And I feel like tomorrow this person can wow. wake up and change, and I I don't want a divorce, so I'm not gonna go embarrass myself. W- but would you like if this is someone that you care about? Would you want to work it through? Like if for example, if they change in a way that you don't necessarily like, are you willing to like work it, it through on with what them? It is. Because my mind goes what? to like the most rash, the most craziest thing. What's the think- craziest thing that you think that you would not? You know what? This is it. This is over. What we're if done. my husband was like, I need, I want to be a woman. You're, you're. <laughs> see, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I see. I can't. Cr- I told you I went terms, to the most craziest. I know. We're thinking in terms of your current partner, right? Like, so what if your partner's. Yes, he doesn't think that way now, but what if, I don't know. What if, so that's that's an extent that you cannot be with him. You're just like. I, I don't know. He's the same person. She, he. She, I do. They're, <laughs> they're the same person. I don't, I see, I don't know. It's the uncertainty of me not knowing how I will deal with that situation. And if I, if. At that time, maybe you're right. yes, and maybe no, but I don't want... You're right. I see what you're saying. I guess the difference in, in thought process between me and you is like, you don't know how you will feel in that situation. My thought process is, regardless of how I feel in this situation, I'm going to support you in whatever decision you make. I'm going to stand by you in whatever decision you make. But I can stand by that person, but not be married to that person. That's, like, I can have a great relationship with him as a woman, but I, just, I don't want to be married to a woman. That, that, that's fine. You know? That makes sense. That's perfectly fine. I think um, there's still this commitment aspect that I acknowledge here where it's like, it's not necessarily a fear of commitment. Well, actually, it kind of is a fear of commitment for you. Um, whereas for me, I don't mind committing, but you're going to know my expectations and my terms as far as what this commitment means. Right. It, you I don't think, take it lightly. I No, I don't. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's also part of it. And it's not even just in romantic relationships. It's in all of my relationships. Mm-hmm. You're going to know what you're getting with me through and through. Right. I, you're, I'm going to look bummy, and that's just how I feel. I'm going to show up how I am regardless of what happens. And you're going to know what you're going to get with me through and through. And you can make that decision based on all the information that I give you to decide whether you want to stay or go. No no animosity towards you. I will always wish nothing but the best. And if you can't fit the role, because, like, being a partner to somebody, it's, like, it's not just for everybody, right? right There's a specific t- criteria that needs to be in order for you to fit that role. Mm-hmm. 
if you can't fit that role, it's okay. There's going to be someone. You're telling me there's like seven, eight billion, trillion, gazillion people in this world, and there's not one person that can fit. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm just saying, what if the rare you know, point one chance happens? You know that no one can yeah, fit that. That's always the thing. It's I good to ha- think about. Girl, it. I am happy by myself. No, I no, I'm saying that in general. If if something were to happen, and he was like, I want a divorce. No, Do you get what I'm saying. I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> like there's my that. answer I'm not signing those papers The end I've also been watching the show um, Black Love on Hulu mm-hmm. And um, I've been watching with my partner as well And just kind of seeing how different relationships Or different celebrities have been Navigating their relationships It's such a beautiful thing Because I think they all went through a lot mm-hmm. um, And they talk about their trials and tribulations They talk about separating and getting back together And there's never one way to do this mm-hmm. And I think what I'm noticing about all of them is like they all wanted to make it work. Even if at right. a period of time they were just like, oh, marriage is just like this. There's going to be some time that I hate you and it's going to be forever and that it is what it is. But you can grow together. You, If you're choosing to be together forever, if there's a moment that you're upset with him or you hate him and, and that's a period of time, that's okay. Like that's part mm-hmm. of the ups and downs of a relationship. But the intention... At the end of the day is that the two of you will come together right. because you want to come together and mm-hmm. make it work. I think that's how I see it. Right. I, I fully ex- expect myself to be angry and upset and have a, a period where I'm just like, this man annoys the hell out of me. I can't stand hit the side of his face. Mm-hmm. I expect that to happen because I am who I am. I am human, too. And I know myself well enough that, like, if I say that I care about this person, I'm making this commitment with this person, I'm going to make it work mm-hmm. because I want to make it work. I think a lot of my views on marriage stem from my what I've seen growing up. Of course, always. Yeah, so I don't think I've seen a, a happy married Haitian couple. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen happy adult, adult. married Haitian couples. Yeah, I, like I, our parents' age. Yeah, I know some. Like our friends are fine. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I have some friends who are married. I think they got married in 2020, but they've been together like 10 plus years prior to that. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I've I've seen that. I, I admire that love and mm-hmm. I and I feel and I think that's what makes me know that it is real. Yeah. And, and knowing that there are people out there who genuinely want love and genuinely are looking for it. Um, and that I think that's what gives me hope that it, I don't have to be concerned that someone's mm-hmm. not going to meet my expectations or, or criteria when it comes to like being married. And even then, Tracy Ellis Ross is not married and she lives There's a no great problem life. being unmarried. I'm not saying you're bad. I'm just I, saying. I know. I know. I'm, I'm the type of person I always think of the most ridiculous scenarios and fair. I have to rational, rationalize those out. And that's fair. I don't know. For me personally, I don't like to be trapped and I don't like, I don't want to put someone in that scenario to be trapped. And that's just coming from a trapped person's perspective. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. Do you I'm feel not like saying your parents are trapped in their relationship. Like they don't. I think I talked to you about this the other day when I was looking for like um, dress for the wedding. I was oh, like, yeah. "Do you think your parents love each other?" I mean, they went on vacation. Oh yeah, together. and I was like, "I don't know." That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the hardest part of like you don't see them being affectionate towards each other, but yeah. you see that they're still in the marriage and they're still together and they right. do stuff together. And it's just like, do they love each other? I don't know. I don't think they can survive without each other at this point. Fair. I so mean, I'm just like, is this just a partnership where like I help you, you help me, and is, they coexist is, is I mean again but it works for them right the fact right. that they stay married and because they could easily separate or they get love divorced. each other 
They must. I mean, they have to love each other to have four to kids, some right? Extent, <laughs> right? They did a lot of loving, <laughs> a whole lot of loving. So, I don't, but as if they're currently in love, I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, how about your parents? Uh, I. It's easy. No, <laughs> no, they do not. I yeah. think at one point that they did, and I, I. Yeah, no, that's all I got. That's all I got. They, they must have loved each other at one point, or it's six of y'all. There's six of us. You know what I mean? So like they must have had and I think either I, that or like my mom's just very fertile. So Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I a think whole I, other conversation. I think I said that and in that conversation, I was like, I think they loved each other to a certain point to come to America because they all had a common goal, you know? Fair. You know, to strive better and do better for us. But now that we've done like they completed their goal. What's next for them? Fair. I mean, you I know? guess that's the thing is like, how do you define love? Is it just about the way that they show affection for each other? Mm-hmm. Or is it the fact that they stick through with it, stick together through thick and thin, through everything? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's maybe they love each other, but they may not be in love with each other at this point in time. Right. But I, I don't know. I don't, right. I don't know our parents' <laughs> relationships, you know? Right. So, so it might it. Uh, I think there is a big difference between loving each other and being in love. So, 100%. you know, it's, I learned that from, um, what's her name? Lauren Hill. There was a song that she got, the, the doo-wop. Ah, why am I blank on the song? Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Carry on. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but. Sorry. <laughs> it's my <right>. bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's our view on marriage, guys. I don't want to get married. Christy says if she's getting married, you're stuck in the marriage. Why it. you got to make it sound like stuck? Like it's not stuck. Oh, my fault. Okay. Correct. You're right. That was disrespectful <laughs> of me. I apologize. Um, marriage is a commitment. Marriage is a commitment. That I take very seriously. That you take. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's what's been happening in the world? The queen died. You ever see? You saw that meme that was like the queen died. He's like Latifah. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was like Diana Ross, oh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Right. Like yo, she was crying. Beyonce literally named all the different queens. Monica, <laughs> and she really went in. Like she named she so did. many people. I was like, go ahead, girl. Yeah, she went. Wow. She went hard. I did like that meme. That was very funny. But no, the queen of um, England. The, okay, so I think there's a difference. I think they say she's the queen of the United Kingdom. Instead of England? Yeah. Cause oh, the, yeah, you're right, you're right. The United Kingdom that is, is all of those different things. Um, but, yeah, she... She's 96. Can you imagine being a queen at 25 years old, having rule over all of I these can't. different countries? I can't even make decisions for myself sometimes. At 25 years old. Crazy. I honestly couldn't... I can't make decisions of what I want to eat. Literally, I didn't eat last night because I was scrolling through Uber Eats trying to find something to eat, and I couldn't decide. So I was just like, I guess I'm going to have popcorn and water for dinner because I could not decide what I wanted to eat. I can't fathom being a whole queen of a, many, many countries and having yeah. to make decisions. That is nuts. That being I'm said... I'm sure she had like some advisors, though, some people doing... Of course. I mean, of course, she... She had some help. A lot. Yeah. She had a lot of help. Um... Yeah, do, do I guess the question here lies: Do we touch on the controversy of her being queen in her reign, um, or just acknowledge that she's dead? Because I did hear someone. So I guess there's two different aspects. There's some people who are like, "Oh my god, my queen is dead!" <laughs> Boo hoo! And then there's other people who are like, "Ah, oh, the witch is dead. The witch is dead." And I'm like, "Wow, y'all, all right." There's some extremes in yeah. these feelings about her dying. Mm-hmm. I was at work when the news broke, mm-hmm. and it's like people were generally upset, and I was like, 
Oh, like I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't know upset. How to feel? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I have um, two coworkers that are from London, and they're like, "I'm actually upset that she died." And I was like, "Wow, I didn't like actually take in consideration their perspective of the queen because I just one, I just didn't care enough. Two, <laughs> um, it's just like the history behind her. Like some people say that she's good, and some people say that she's bad. Fair. I I wonder. Did you talk to them about like why they were upset about their queen being dead? No, just more of like her through the grapevine that they were upset. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. I think for myself, it's just like I just I never really care. Like yeah, my right? life in <laughs> itself is mad busy and so much work. I don't necessarily care mm-hmm. about her dying. Yeah, oh, awkward. Rest in peace to her. I guess <laughs> maybe I was, gotta, <laughs> may you rest in peace. I mean I'm not gonna spit on her grave or anything right. but like all the the things that I've heard and that I've read about her doing just yeah. as far as like the different countries and um the commonwealth that mm-hmm. she had power she over she still owns well not she they they still own like a whole part of the Caribbean yeah a lot of it <laughs> and I think that's what really upsets me is the fact that it's just like it's just one line in Canada that, in Canada, yeah, yep. they do. Canada's Can- huge. Canada's massive. <laughs> it's massive. It's, 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 but Canada's also quiet. Like, they don't do Canada's much of, of anything. Canadians That's what I'm saying. I'm the to. same way. It's just like, leave me alone. I mm-hmm. just want to live my life. Let me live. Don't try and drag me into any of your drama and your, right. your BS. I'm good. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. But a lot of people felt, were upset. A lot of people were like, I. I think you ever seen the, they saw the means of Princess Diana opening the door to heaven. Yup, <laughs> yup. They they killed that. They killed her. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. They killed her. I'm not gonna. No, y'all can say whatever you want, but they killed that woman. They definitely killed that woman. And the fact yeah. that like I saw so many um, kind of reflections about the fact that like Charles cheated on her and was like all flanderous and whatnot, mm-hmm. and. She still showed up. She still had this confidence, held her head high. Yep. I was like, go ahead. She was living her best life, She bro. really was. And I feel like she would have had more power than um, Charles. Like, mm-hmm. if she was still alive to this day, I think she would have had yeah. more power than she Charles. She definitely had a major impact. I feel Charles like, wouldn't have been king till I feel like now. She, she would have, I feel like she would have been... But that's the thing. I feel like she would have been queen versus Charles being the person that's in control. Just because the queen... That's not how it works, it's, I see what you're saying. There's 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 <laughs> different layers when it comes to the whole bloodline thing, mm-hmm. and I think that's what really upsets me is the fact that it's the same bloodline that gets to. Yeah. I there's just a lot Monarchy. of conspiracy behind the crown. Mm-hmm. There's so many conspiracies behind the crown, and um, it's hard to decipher what's true and what's not. Right. Um, and it's also hard to just completely dismiss what they say about it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm going to just kind of leave it at that because, I, uh, yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recipe to the queen. <laughs> That's all. I mean, I don't know if I'll go as far as saying that, but yeah. I think you should always let someone rest in peace. I won't. If you if you sleep She in, didn't let people live in peace. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you sleep in, do you want people to wake you up? No. Somebody. I mean, I'm not going to spit on her grave. I have no intention of going there and doing any of that. Um, I and I, I also want to make space and validate people who are upset, ups- yeah, who I are upset, uh, or who are happy that she is. I guess one shouldn't be happy that someone's dead, but like, no, she definitely had some controversial moments throughout her reign for oh, sure. So yes, but I want to make space for the people who are just like, yeah, no, f her, right, hundred you know? percent, yeah. Um, but she's gone, and may this new monarch be great. But they won't, you know. That's just what it is. All you can do is, is hope and, be- and pray for the best. And that's it. I mean, 
my question is do you, does it directly impact us i think in 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 down the grapevine of course it affects us but mm-hmm. like how much of an effect does it actually have not at all i don't know why america's still reporting on it tbh but that's just another segment. Yeah, yeah. There's I have a lot of theories about like the media and the yeah, news and why crazy. they report certain things when they report certain things, you know. But you know, that's a different conversation. <laughs> I think that's it for the podcast. Probably for this episode. Yeah. Honestly, I, I do want to throw in. I care more about the fact that PNB Rock is dead than, than the queen. Than the right? queen. Yeah, like, like that hit me more. I was really I shook. Agree. Like there's mad songs of his that I like, like misunderstood. Love that song. I'm selfish. I want you all to myself. I swear. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, that was a good song. Um, I feel Rest like- in peace, PNB Rock. <laughs> Rest in power, Rest in King. <laughs> no, for real. Rest in peace. Sending peace and love to that family because no, that was a tragic death. I honestly though, I feel like people need to start working. What and do you mean, it. people need to start working? Some people. I don't think it's you should ever rob somebody. You don't you think anybody should be robbed? That's fair. Like I agree. Um, I just go to work. I understand it's hard. I do. Oh yeah. What, uh, you, what were you talking about? Quit or something? Oh, quite quitting. Yeah. There's like <laughs> I know a lot of people have heard this new this quote unquote new phenomenon called quiet quitting. It's basically just like people are no longer going above and beyond. They're just doing their job. Facts. And that's their form of quiet quitting. First and foremost, why weren't you just doing your job anyways? You don't get paid enough for this. You really don't. And I think with this great resignation of like 2020 and people were just like, yeah, why am I working for somebody else? I'm going to quit. Right. What's weird is the fact that like everybody's hiring, but no one's hiring. Does that make sense? Right. It's like they have all these postings and I know plenty of people who are literally not working right now in their and it's not because they don't want to work. It's just no one's getting back to them. No one's hiring them. And I wonder if there's just not enough funds for people to get hired. Right. I don't know what the situation is, but, like, it's not good. Yeah, it's not. But I understand the whole quiet quitting thing. Because I literally just go to work, do my job, and leave. And take, I, don't take it home. No. Nope. <laughs> my time is my time. The end. And that's it. I, is it easier? But well, I guess I can't say it's, is it easier for you to do that because you're a nurse. so you would, Yeah, so I do have a good paying job. And I'm sure it's difficult for those who are still working for minimum wage for and especially if Massachusetts rent is crazy. Fair. So I understand like that aspect, but I ain't going to go kill somebody for his chain. Fair. Like, I, fair. <laughs> I, I guess my question was more of, is it easier for you to not bring it home knowing that you are taking care of people whose lives are at stake? Or is it because of the the nuance of your job where you're not necessarily in, you know, the ICU or oncology? Um, is it easier for you to just be like, do my job and go home? Yeah, I think because I switched my job, I definitely have more of that mindset because I'm taking care of them in a shorter window. I don't see them okay. as much. So I'm not really like have to stay with them for 12 hours and be responsible for them if that makes sense so the responsibility is less which i like Uh and that's why i guess i can take not take it home with me okay so was it harder for you to do that when you were in general populace or the the med surge med surge was it harder for me no it was just more anxiety provoking okay that makes sense so in theory you did take it home you can't just leave anxiety at the did you leave your anxiety at the hospital doors or did you find yourself, like, as you were driving back home, still feeling that anxiety or that rush I, I of think work? both. Some days I'm just like, it was a good day, I'm good. And okay, then some peace. days I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I get it, I get it, I get it, yeah. 
Well, yep, this is... Yeah, we said we are going to end it like, what, five minutes ago? I know, but we... That's us, guys. I know y'all missed us. I feel like that's a typical, like, Haitian goodbye. It's like, goodbye, 30 minutes later, you're yeah, still talking. You Good, you're, like, in the car, and you're still talking yeah. to the person. Yeah, that's that's how it is. That but is us. This is the end of episode one, season two. We are back. I know you missed us. I missed us, so... Yeah, it's good Enjoy to be back. Enjoy the rest of the season, guys. We're gonna have a lot more topics. We're gonna have some interviews, guys. If you know a sex therapist, I want to e- interview a sex therapist. Who you want to interview this season? Ooh, that's a good question. Give me one like person that's been. Dang Quick. man, I, you can't see your head. Gun you can't come on the spot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, someone who I want to interview an artist. What kind of artist? Um, I guess musical. Um, I want to interview an artist who is um, making it work in this economy, like investing in gig economy while in the Boston area. Like, how do you manage to make money? How do you manage to survive while being an artist in Boston? Well, there you go, y'all. So if anybody, you know, knows any of that or are, if you're an artist in the Boston area and you would like to be in our podcast, you can send us an email at cremasconvos at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at cremos, cremasconvos podcast yay yeah i think that was right all right bye